Good afternoon, Daniel Hungford Morgan here from the Effective Contractor. How's it going? Today we are starting a new series called Building the A-Team. And in this first episode of this series, we are looking at the site. So I know from my stories going back out on the site, just remember turning up to jobs and kind of just nothing being prepared, nothing being ready. And it's kind of like, oh, well, we have to go pick up this, we have to go pick up that, we have to go grab this, we have to go grab that. And then you start up and then something else holds you up and something else holds you up, something else. And you kind of, it's just a, your momentum just goes, it's going, and what happens I've found is that my momentum as I was more of a site manager would just take a real hit and the guys momentum, they'll just lose all credibility for the company in a way. And they'll just be like, kind of like, oh, well, this is just, this is the shit that we put up with every day. It's just, it's just the normal. And then you go into the into the job, and then it's kind of like, well, you start to ramp up after the start a bit, and you start to get some momentum. The guys start feeling a bit more, a little bit more happy about work. They're a little more positive, and then all of a sudden, you hit that next delay, and everything drops again. And then you go again, and then you hit the next delay, and everything drops again. And I don't know. From my perspective, it's no matter even if you've got a really, really good team, you've got really, really good guys on the ground. Like most of the time, I always had good guys with me. But it's no matter how good they are, if you don't have things ready for them, and if the company's not organised, then it's just constant start, stop, cut, start, stop, start, stop, and losing momentum. And I don't know. For me, I find that emotionally draining, especially because I'm I don't know. I always like to get better. I always like to exceed what I did past. And that's the when you've got that attitude, the guys really click on. And it might not click on straight away, but they do click on. They want to get better. They want to do their job. They just don't want to set up to work just not to do things. Well, okay, some of the guys might do, but most of them, 80% of them, really want to turn up. They, they, it's their livelihood. They want to support their families. They're proud of what they do. And when they come into a job and it's just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, and then it's run for a good amount of time and everything gets up, then it's another drop, then it's run and it's drop, and then it kind of peels off at the end. That's kind of not what you want and that's not really what an a-team is and so on site what an a-team is is it's, it's a team that just hits the ground running and it constantly builds momentum on every project it hits so say if you're a say if you're a sparky you might just turn up for a three-day job but you you hit it running and you go say if you're a heavy civil contractor you might be there for a whole year but you hit it and you carry on going and it's learning that skills about to keep a team running continually and this takes this takes a bit of this takes practice and it takes a bit of thought. A lot of some guys just pull it off the cuff, but a lot of companies really struggle with that. And you know when you get those jobs that just run, you're gonna make a good amount of money. As long as you estimated it right, they run, you're gonna make a good amount of money. You just know the money's coming in. And the guys know they're making money. And you feel like every day you're out there, you're making money, you're being successful, you're an onto a team, you're an A team. And there's nothing kind of better than that. So we're doing a great job, we're making good cash. We've got quality underway. We've got our health and safety going great. It's just we're a team that's organized and we're going. We turn up to site and we just hit the ground running and we just go, go, go. Now, how do you get to that state? And for me, that's kind of what I want to look into here because I don't know when I was, I was out on sites trying to manage this and I always wanted to get to that state, but getting to it was difficult. And what I've found is it comes down to a few key areas. And the first one is it comes down to basically breaking away from the day-to-day -day, breaking away from it so you don't really want to be caught in the day-to-day -day. because if you're caught in the day-to-day -day, then you're kind of like thinking tomorrow three days ahead four days ahead that's all it's all murky you don't really know what's going to go on and when it starts getting murky if it can go wrong it goes wrong that's just how it happens 
So you want to be able to figure out, okay, how can I get three, four days ahead? Now, the, the key thing for getting three, four days ahead, the first thing is a schedule. And I've gone over a few times, but the schedule is it's basically just a weekly planner. And it's the guy on site, whoever's managing it, a foreman, a lead, whoever you've got there, just doing a quick look ahead. What could hold us up? Where could we be held up? What materials don't we have? What equipment don't we have? What could happen on the site? Who could delay us? What other teams are working around us that could stop us? And it's going through and just thinking about that. Then it's also to, it's also contacting whoever's controlling the site and telling them what you're doing that week. And you run past okay, what possible delays you could have and what could hold us up and how they can help and how you can help them. And it's figuring out how just one week in advance what can get in the way and how can you get it out of the way. And that's that's the first big step I find because when you start doing that, the team's starting to think ahead, the lead's starting to think ahead, you're starting to think ahead, and you, you pick things up. And you, you, I'm not saying you'll pick up everything, but as you get better and better, you'll start picking up more and more, and you'll start getting more straight runs, and that's the goal. And now the next thing I find is that it's getting the the team guys to know where they are, and that's what that weekly look ahead does as well. To kind of, if you can get one week look ahead and you can plan it out on a program such as Airtable or Smartsheets, or you can use a, a basic Gantt chart if you want, or something like that, then you can give it to the guys. They know where they're going. They kind of know what they're doing. It's a little, they've got forethought on it. And that's your key resource is your labor. And so if they know what's going on, they know what could delay them. The client knows what could delay them. They both talked it over in advance. They can't, and, and they get there and you get better at it. You can really start making a difference. Now, the next thing is it's getting your materials sorted as well. So say if you've got, say if you're doing a job and you kind of, okay, there's times when you just don't know that materials required. But most of the time, you can kind of predict what materials are required. And when you start thinking a week ahead, three, four days ahead, you can really start thinking, okay, well, what are we going to do? What materials we require? require? And then you've got to start thinking about lead times, delivery times, and if your guys are going to pick it up. But a big thing is that, okay, if the guys go pick it up, well, that's a big delay on the project. That's a big delay on their time, and it's costing you double, really. So you don't want the guys to pick it up. So how can you get your materials to site? And... That's a that's a big thing, getting the materials on site for the guys, and that that's a number of ways to do that. And I want to go over that in another in another series actually later on. But that's the key. So you want to be able to figure out how can get your materials to site, and that's just thinking ahead again, a few days ahead, getting in advance, figuring out what materials you need, and it's getting a way to be able to get them on site before they're required without taking your guys away from site. And you could, what I've done, just to give you a brief heads up, what I'll look into, it's basically setting up a procurement system, which is kind of working out with the vendors, getting deliveries, sorted part numbers and whatnot. It takes a little bit of work that, but I'll go over that later. The other way you can do is just get a driver and they can drive around as long as your guys are thinking three, four days ahead, they can do it. Or one of the guys, like an apprentice or whoever it is, can go out there and pick it up as long as he knows what he's getting. And it's just getting whatever method works for you to get those materials to site. The next thing is to get your equipment sorted out. So the big problems I've had with equipment are just basically like drill rigs with piling or, or just drilling or excavators. They're just bursting hydraulics and stuff just because maintenance isn't done or that just wasn't done properly. So the big thing is just checking in. Okay, when do we have to maintain our machines? How often do they break down? What breaks down on them? And how often should we get on top of it? A lot of guys don't really think in advance. They just kind of think, oh, it's happened. Let's fix it. But that there's two, three, four hour delay for the guys, especially if they're waiting around for an excavator. And that's, or a roll or whatever it is. Or if it's just your truck that's just run out of oil or something you're wearing and tearing. 
too much without doing enough maintenance where you need to get on top of that and that that so once you can get on top of that so once you start maintaining your machines you start maintaining your equipment a bit more and also you start planning well what should a basic guy have in this position what should each role have in terms of tools because when you start thinking about that because i i don't have that i don't have this i'm going to drive over and pick up that or go buy that you really got to figure out what does that team need in terms of tools and equipment and machines to be able to keep them going and how do you maintain that and how do you check that they've got that in place now a basic checklist can do that once a week once a month once every six weeks they can just tell you and as long as your guys get into the habit of it they know what's happening as long as they get into the habit of getting materials that's good as long as they get into the habit of, you get into the habit of scheduling and it's just getting into the habit and it's trying to break out of that one two three day thing so it's push at it try get it into place and if you guys ever need any help let me know i'm more than happy to talk about it if you've got any questions drop me a message below on on this video and and just in comments place and that'll be great okay thanks guys we'll see you later